Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Get ready to expand your alignment with Source. Welcome to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Here's your host, Ray Zander. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Everyday Attraction, your feel-good podcast, your all-things law of attraction junction. I'm flying solo this week, but I have a special guest that we're going to feature It's a recording of a channel that I've talked about on the podcast before many times and has kind of become my go-to channel in addition to Abraham. Don't worry, Abe's number one. (laughs) Rest assured, I am still all in on the Abrahamsters. Um, But this particular channel came to my attention years ago and has become such a critical part of my own spiritual growth. Uh, that channel is goes by the name of the communion of light. Again, you've heard me talk about them before. The person who channels them is Frank Butterfield. And you can check out more about what they're up to at communionoflight.com. What I love about them and about the way Frank channels is I think it really gets into the nitty gritty corners of law of attraction, of manifesting, of understanding who we are in this broader universe and understanding how our emotions and our thoughts create this experience. But I find that he gives me these relief moments. They, I should say they, right? They're a channel. They're the communion of light through Frank Butterfield. I tend to say he because it's the male voice, but This consciousness is gorgeous. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the communion of light through Frank Butterfield. And at the end of this call, which you'll hear kind of like a hot seat moment with Abraham, we'll come back on and discuss some of the things, some of the extraordinary things I think you'll hear. Here we go. Okay, thank you for taking my question. I guess the the question I have is, is really the goal just to feel good about everything that is and just, I guess, hope or know that all of these wonderful things is around you but never really experience these things? Because this nope. seems to be a bit contradictory nope. to what we nope. do in real life. Well, but what you do in real life is just one big, huge, gigantic delusion. Push, we're not making push, push, push. Yeah. Right. We're not making fun of it because we understand why. And if you think about the people who taught you to do this, mm-hmm. they just wanted you to succeed. Right. Mm-hmm. And the right. way that they knew was to push, 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 push. But you're, you made some assumptions about what we're saying that we don't agree with. First okay. of all, just as, just assume that it's all going to work out. Mm-hmm. You could do that, but you can actually directly observe that it is all working out. It, the only time and place you can do that, though, is right here and right now. 
what we're saying is that when you push, you're pushing against only one thing, and that is you. You're never pushing for anything. It never happens. Now, we're not saying don't use your will. Decide for things that you like. Put your attention on the having of them, like setting an intention, visualizing, what have you. Do things that feel better. Because this isn't about sitting on the couch eating bonbons. Although, if you want to sit on the couch and eat bonbons, please feel free, if that's what feels better to you in the doing. We're not talking about feeling good. You'll notice we hardly ever use the word good when we talk about feeling. We are talking about feeling better, but it's not a thing to achieve. It's a thing that is happening, and you can pay attention to it or not. When you're paying attention to it, you're actually in the flow of who you are and who you are becoming. In other words, you're in alignment with yourself, and in that moment, you're not offering any resistance to what you yourself are creating. Because let's just break it down into very clear terms. Let's say you have $100 in the bank and you need 1000 by Sunday. Mm-hmm. So that means you need 900 more, right, in logical terms. You, 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 know, you can do the math. And let's say you have $50 set aside because that's what you're going to need to get yourself to the weekend. And that way you won't touch that 100 So you still need 900. You know that. You know the story very well, right? Mm -hmm. Now, it would seem like the logical thing to do, and and there are many, many people who would tell you this is true, is that what you need to do is somehow get out there on the street, pound the pavement, knock on doors until you can find someone who will give you $900, whether it's beg, borrow, or steal. Right. And that's because definitely on Sunday, you've got this $1,000 is due. There's several problems with this scenario, though. One is is that you're convinced that $1,000 is due on Sunday when you don't actually really know until you get to the point where you've got to hand it over. You don't really know if it's needed or not. We've talked to you. heard us tell the story about Frank and the time that he absolutely positively had to pay something like $900 to keep his car. But he didn't have the $900. And the day came and went, and no one said anything. No one called. No truck pulled up with, you know, to take the car away. It just simply took care of itself. We talked about this story of how they called a few days later and said, we've had this weird computer problem, and we can't do anything with any money we receive now, so do you mind coming a little bit later to take care of this? It literally worked itself out for him on his behalf and to his benefit. But can we assume everything is always going to work out like that? I mean, we know when our bills are due, and if we don't, and if we know we don't have the money, we're supposed to just assume something's going to happen that will take away the bill. I don't, I don't understand how. You're still assuming you know all. There's two problems here to the question. Metaphysically mm-hmm. speaking, we know, we know, we know, we know. No, okay. what we're trying to point out to you, the previous story, the bill didn't go away. Yeah. It just got moved around and the cash came, but the cash came at the right time in the right place in the right way. It didn't come on the first, it came on the 15th. It took care of itself. Now, you're still thinking that you're an object, you're like one of the deck chairs on the Titanic, just the sit, the, because your bottom line. The bottom line of your question here is the sink, let's try that again, the ship is sinking, right? 
and I got to do something. I got to, got to, got to do something. I've got to take action. It's in your voice. It's very clear in your vibration. And you don't got to do anything. Mm-hmm. And we're not, in, we're not suggesting that you assume anything either. You're using that word because you think that it means some level of belief or faith or confidence or trust, right? Yeah. But we don't use those words. You'll never hear us use them. We'll occasionally use them because it's right for the person at that time and that place. But we don't really actually suggest you ever believe or have faith or have trust or have confidence in anything. Instead, we suggest something much more powerful. Decide. Oh, that makes it different. Right, but 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 let's but let's get back to sort of the 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 thing you said earlier. Everything is working out for you. We're not suggesting you assume it is. We're suggesting you observe that it is. And the only place you're going to see that is right here and right now. The dilemma you're bringing to the table is something you expect to happen. And the reason why, and if you go back to the very first time you ever paid a bill, this is probably where it started. The very first time, maybe you were in college or maybe you were just had your first job and you decided to go get a credit card and the card came to you in the mail and then you went out and used it and then 30 days later they sent you a bill. And the first time you got the bill, and we're not saying this is exactly right, but we're, we think it's probably pretty close. You suddenly had a regret that you had spent the money in the first place because now you have to pay it back. Yeah, do you I know what we're you. talking about? I definitely that, do. That's where all of this is coming from. So ever since that first bill, you have been working very hard to make sure you never regret what you did before by making sure that you take care of your bills fast and furious. But if you'll notice that no matter how hard you have worked, how hard you have paid your bills on time, you're always kind of slipping behind. The things happen to you. They cause you to have to consistently maintain this structure. Do you follow that? Oh, yeah. So the reality is forming itself around you to force you into this position because you decided And we don't mean you've decided this today. We're talking about the past. Because you decided that you had to be really careful. So you've got lots and lots and lots and lots of evidence of the reason why you need to be careful. Mm -hmm. But as we like to say to a couple of our friends who are always sort of teetering on the edge of disaster, or so they think, disaster hasn't happened yet. You're just afraid that it might. And so because of what you taught yourself about what it means to pay the credit card bill or the electric bill or the mortgage or the lease or the car payment, you're terrorizing yourself by trying to make sure you do it right, which seems like a really, really good idea. And you know there's thousands, thousands of books, hundreds of gurus and teachers who are good financial planners, who have helped a lot of people. 
we're not saying they're wrong or they shouldn't do it. But they haven't helped you. And we assume that's why you're here. Because there's something about you that recognizes there's got to be something that's easier, that is not nearly as hard, and it's simpler. And we're not here, as you know, as we say very clearly, we don't teach because you're not stupid. All we're really doing is telling you what you want us to tell you. But from that place of what's really true, not factually true, but metaphysically true. And what's really true is there's nothing actually wrong. You can observe that right now. You can see it. There's nothing actually wrong. Everything that you think is wrong is a projection or a regret, but nothing is wrong in the present. All is well. And, you know, we'll go to the nth degree on that. If you were in jail, we would say the same thing. If you were in the middle of an earthquake, we would say the same thing. If you were on a deathbed, we would say the same thing. There's nothing wrong in the present moment. You're just not liking what it is that you think has happened or what you think will happen. Do you follow that? Yeah, I mean, because at this moment, everything is absolutely fine. Like, Right. Really, yeah. And that's all the conversation was about today. The more you put your attention on what it is that you have now that you like, the more you get opportunities to do that. Now, you're also going to be calling forth your wonderful, fabulous, and amazing opinions that you've developed over time in the ways that we just described, going back to that first credit card bill. Mm -hmm. The opinions that you have about what you're supposed to do, what you should do, but those words should be things that get your attention. I should do this. Probably not. Anything where you're required to do anything is actually something that's off key. It's askew. Or anything that you think where you think, okay, well, I'll just do it because I need to do it and I'll get it over with. That's what we're talking about when we talk about the bitter pill. I'm going to swallow this bitter pill now. It's really bitter and it's going to make my stomach hurt. And I'm really probably going to not like the way that it sits in me, but I'm sure it will heal me later. Yeah. It, if the thought doesn't feel better now, it's not for you. You'll have it, but it's not really there for you. Not, not as beneficial, not as helpful as the thought that feels better now. Not good, necessarily, because anger feels better than depression, but anger doesn't feel good. Not in most cases. Sometimes it does. But in most cases, anger doesn't feel good, but it feels better than depression. And we would say vibrationally, if you followed our friend Abraham and their particular way of doing this, what they'll say is there's a scale. And so anger is above depression. And eventually, you, and we think this is where you are, that you go from sort of mild irritation to contentedness. And we think contentedness is where you are at the moment. Yeah. But this isn't a progress as in a, a game to be played where you finally get to joy and then you win. It's just that there are thoughts that feel better than others. And we suggest you think the thoughts that feel better. We suggest in the thinking, we suggest that you say the words that feel better in the speaking and that you do the things that feel better in the doing. But you'll notice that the only way to know how any of this feels or what any of this does for you 
is to be paying attention to what is happening here and now. It's okay. never about the future. It's always about the present. Okay. And again, as you said, you can see that everything is actually working out quite well. The more you put your attention there, the more you get opportunities to put your attention there, and the more you prove yourself right. And then things, because things like the story that we told about Frank, things like that have happened for you, where it just sort of seemingly out of nowhere, something came at the right time, at the right place. It may have been at 11.59.59, right? Right, the last second before midnight. Or maybe it was well after midnight, but no, no, no gong had run it had rung at midnight. Like we we're telling the story about Frank. Yeah, I have but, had those experiences. Yeah, but I felt like they were. It seemed like they were flukes. <laughs> I hate to say it like well, that, but no, well, they. But well, but you're right in a certain sense, and this is a very important thing to notice in the financial planning. Unless if we're just talking about money. In the financial planning realm of thinking, they were flukes. And any good financial planner would say you can't you can't count on miracles. But we would say, oh, but miracles are constantly happening. So they're actually the single most reliable thing that you can possibly count on. What's truly in metaphysical terms a fluke is when you're looking at something and expecting it to go wrong. Uh. You have to work really hard. That's why it feels so bad. You have to work really hard to make those things that you think are going to go wrong actually go wrong. Mm. Miracles are actually the natural order of things, what you call a miracle. They're not flukes, but they feel like flukes in comparison. If you're using that sort of very logical, very sound, very grounded financial planning approach, it does seem like, well, that was just a fluke. I can't count on that. But in fact, you can count on it. What you can't really count on, which is why you have to constantly re-energize it, are for things to go bad. Uh, you constantly have to put your attention on that. You know, if you think about it, all the you've always worried a whole lot more than you've ever gotten out of it, right? So if you thought, well, because a lot of people, when they hear all of this, what they think are sort of new age ways of creating a reality and then how to manage it, which is never what we're talking about. But they'll assume that they better not have one drop of worry or something terrible is going to happen. Eventually, they begin to realize, no, it took like an entire lake of worry to get a glass of it. Because you have to work so hard. This is a deep metaphysics topic, but it's very powerful. You have to work so hard at making things go wrong. Yeah. Because, in fact, generally speaking, Nine, we like to say it's 99%, maybe a little higher, of everything that is happening, it's happening perfectly. But you may not be aware of it if you're accustomed to putting your attention elsewhere so that you can build the lake of worry to get your one little glass of dis, uh, disappointment and disaster. And I, I do acknowledge because if I honestly, honestly speaking, I've had a relatively I don't want to, I hate to use the word blessed, but really it is like a blessed life. I can't look back right. on my life and see, especially in my adult life where I've had a lot of traumatic experiences and it's, it's just, that stuff just doesn't happen to me. But I also take it as 
I'm always trying to prepare myself to avoid, prepare to avoid, prepare to right. avoid. Right, but, you know, but, yeah. you, but you look at how much time you spend in the preparation. That's yeah. what we say, a lake compared to a glass. You yeah. you have spent a huge amount of time preparing, and the the we wouldn't call it the benefit, but the seeming like, okay, I've worried this much, so now bad things are going to happen. The bad things that happened that came out of the worry were very small compared to the amount of worry you put into it. But if, but what's interesting is that if you flip all that and you put your attention on what it is that you like, a glass of what you like will yield a lake of really good stuff. Okay. Ooh. Because that's the nature of the universe. The universe is constantly in expansion. It's unconditional love flowing through you. There's nothing, there's no, as we've talked about elsewhere, there's no opposite to unconditional love because that's all that there is. You can mask things and you can say, well, this is hate or this is disdain or this is disappointment or this is, or this is this thing that I really, really don't like. But you have to work so hard. It, that's why it's exhausting. That's why yeah. it feels so bad. You have to work really hard to get those things to happen. Mm-hmm. In truth, Everyone, everywhere, and everything in every way is, in fact, helping you. You have to work really hard to get that to be proven otherwise. Now, you may have a lot of habit, but if you'll notice that all of your preparing was always very tiring. Yes. And it took a lot of energy. It took lots of cups of coffee. It took a lot of, like, sort of gearing yourself up and making sure. But if you'll notice that when you do something that actually feels better, it's pretty easy. It's simple. It's obvious. It flows downstream, as our friends Abraham would say. It carries you instead of rowing upstream where everything is against you and you're having to exert your own power, which is not insubstantial because you're much more powerful than you realize, much, 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 much more powerful than you realize. But most of that power rises up from flow and expansion and alignment the power to press against something. It's there. You can do it, and you can mm-hmm. build muscles for it. But we don't really recommend it. It's not what you actually want. Okay. So shall we leave you with that? Yes. I'm going to stop drinking all this coffee. <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, if you like coffee, drink it. Have it. Enjoy <laughs> it. But don't drink it because it's the thing that's going to fuel you. Drink it because you love the flavor of a nice roasted bean poured over some water. Okay. Thank you very much. And we thank you very powerful, very delicious, and very wonderful indeed. Good morning. That first question was just, it was everything. (laughs) It answered so many questions all at one time. It was really, really good. And I, um, I'm just basking in it, and I just, I, I, it, it highlighted like how much fun I had been having lately, and choices I had been making around doing things that just kept getting easier and easier, and. I don't think I have a question anymore. It's just this giddy feeling bubbling up. 
and it's great. Well, it is really wonderful to notice how well something is working and to give yourself credit for that and to really feel it and have it and let it be what it is. And it's quite an amazing thing indeed to let yourself off the hook for things that you think you did, but you didn't actually do for things that you thought you should have done better, but actually worked out quite well. And for things that you weren't really even having much attention on or keeping the ball rolling very well, and then they all of a sudden worked out for you delightfully and deliciously. So that's all really good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's really fabulous. And in noticing this, you're letting yourself have something very powerful, which we highly recommend, (laughs) that is going on, that is happening, that is really working for you, that is delightful in its way, that is wonderful in ways that are even better and better and better from here, that just keep getting more expansive and more wonderful. And as good as they are, they're just better and better. And that's what, when you say you're giddy, that's what you're talking about, at least from where we sit. Yeah. So this is really good, is it not? It's fabulous. It's really, really good. It's really good. I'm looking forward to going to my mother's. I'm looking forward to, and, and I, it's just, yeah, it's a great ride. That's what it it feels like being in the middle of just, just rolling in the middle of a great ride. And And you are. No, nothing to fix. Right. Because as wonderful as all of this is, as amazing as all of this is, it's really only getting better and 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 better from here. That's what's going on. That's what's happening. It's amazing. It's astonishing. It's delicious. And you got it. Indeed. Shall we leave you with that? Yes, please. Very good. And we thank you very much. Very powerful, very wonderful, and very delightful indeed. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Unity Online Radio is bringing the message of unity to thousands of spiritual seekers around the world. If you enjoy our programming, we invite you to support it by visiting unityonlineradio.org and clicking on Donate Now. Help us continue to provide inspiring content to everyone. Thank you for your support. Confucius said that to be wronged is nothing unless you continue to remember it. If we can let our past remain in the past, we are not compelled to endlessly reenact it. If we seek to understand the situations in the other person's life and put forth the effort to walk a mile in his shoes, we may be less quick to take offense at what may be directed toward us. 
Understand that forgiving does not mean excusing, but dwelling on past slights or offenses can never help us grow. Unforgiveness always diminishes us. An African proverb says, the one who forgives ends the quarrel. You can be a powerful agent for healing. Let go of old hurts. Let the past be the past. Forgive. This message has been brought to you by the Association of Unity Churches International. To find a Unity Church near you, visit www.unity.org. Since 1924, Daily Word has offered inspiration and practical teachings through daily prayer messages to help people of all faiths live happy, healthy lives. The magazine includes two months of daily affirmations, messages, articles, and spiritual poetry to help you get inspired. Subscriptions are available for print editions in large type and Spanish, as well as the digital subscription package that includes the online magazine with audio, smartphone app, and daily email. Get your subscription today. Visit dailyword.com or unity.org. Take some time to relax and tune into spirit with Reverend Paulette Pipe and Touching the Stillness. Every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Central, join Paulette for a soul-stirring meditation that will leave you energized and inspired. Tune in and connect with listeners around the world in affirmative prayer. Not your everyday radio show. Touching the Stillness will help you bring new meaning and clarity to your life. Find Paulette on Facebook and listen each week right here at Unity Online Radio. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Welcome back to Everyday Attraction with Ray Zander. Welcome back to Everyday Attraction. This is your feel-good sister, Ray. We have been listening to... The Communion of Light, channeled by Frank Butterfield. You can check out more about what they are doing on a daily basis. It's an extraordinary amount of content over at communionoflight.com. I just felt so much resonance with what was being said there. But before I, I jump into just some high points and some focus points about what was uh, so poignant in that call is I wanted to give a quick shout out to our wonderful sponsor, doTERRA, and some of the essential oils that we are finding to be so critical. Well, critical might be too much of an urgent word. Just so fun and such a great way to relax and engage and help your mind and help your body get into alignment with source. And that is where plants or essential oils come into play. What we know from science and obviously those who us have used oils for many, many years, these plants are non-resistant. And so when we breathe them in, when we put them on our skin and absorb them into our body mind, we are soothed. We are up-leveled. We are engaging a high vibration and what doTERRA has done is really put together these amazing combinations of oils, the purest on the planet. You can see more on our website about how pure and effective these oils are for emotional support, for emotional comfort, because we all know when we feel good, 
good things happen. So go over to everydayattraction.com. Check out the website we set up for you to explore more about how these oils can support you on your metaphysical, spiritual, and physical journey. So back to this call that we just heard from the communion of light with Frank Butterfield. I just have a bunch of notes here and I kind of wanted to go through them with you all and, um, and highlight some of the things that, that unfolded in such an extraordinary way. And some of it funny and some of it confusing. One thing that stood out for me was the woman, you know, asking the question had said, well, should I just assume everything is going to work out? Is that what you're trying to say to me? And I loved how these channels said, well, you can assume or you can decide that everything's going to be all right. And I thought in that moment, that was sort of an aha moment. There is such a different energy between assuming something and deciding. And I think what was so clear in that call is what they were trying to help us understand is that it is our decision to focus, to allow that makes all the difference. So yes, you can assume everything's going to work out because frankly, it does. Even though you might not like how it unfolds or what happens. And again, remember, we're eternal beings here. So we've got a real long trajectory of story to tell. But the, the energy of deciding that things are going to be all right, just feel that in your body in this moment. Decide that everything is going to work out for your benefit in alignment with your ultimate desire, your essence, your truth. Let that sink in. Let that decision sink in. I have decided everything is going to be all right. Probably better than all right. Probably extraordinary. And I'm going to decide to relax. I'm going to decide to trust. I'm going to decide for myself, for my mind, for my spirit, that all is truly well. Do you feel how different that is and how that resonates differently? Great takeaway from these channels in just such a split moment of realization. So some other points that came up that I thought were really interesting. Pushing only pushes against you. You think you're pushing against them, but you're only ever pushing against you. Oh, take a breath. Take a breath. You're only ever pushing against you when you push. What I love about these channels and what has been so applicable to my everyday life is really understanding that we're working too hard again. We're trying to make it happen instead of deciding it has happened and we're just enjoying the journey to the unfolding into physical it's a much different way to be in the world they also talked about the fact that the opportunity to feel better is always all around us like better is happening but we can decide to pay attention to it or not. It's still happening. Good is still unfolding. Better is still happening. But whether we decide to pull our attention to that knowing and experience that is really up to us. But if we cut ourselves off and we pinch ourselves off, it doesn't mean that the better isn't already happening. The party's going on. <laughs> your infinite being, your intimate 
intuitive being, your inner being is evolving and enjoying this experience. The question is whether you're going along for the ride. And I think our friends Abraham talk about that as well. You can decide to go along for the ride. But the opportunity to feel better is always, always there. It doesn't require us to do anything but to choose it. And did you hear how the communion of light talked about the opportunity to just feel better? That feeling good might be too far of a leap to where we are and we don't want to beat up with our on ourselves that I can't feel good all the time. This was a subtle but profound understanding of my own practice that it is enough just to feel better, 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 better leads to feeling good. I love that. That morsel of knowing, I think the next time I'm trying to leap too hard to feeling good, I can remember that I'm just being asked to feel better. I also love that part where they talked about the fact that you're never alone. And, and the community of light talks a lot about your your manager, your helpers, the entourage. I'll sometimes refer to it on the podcast as your entourage is always available to you, always here, loving you, praising you, respecting you, getting you. And I think that there's an opportunity on a daily basis for us to tap into that entourage, that energy of helpers, of support, of non-physical energies that probably have been with us for lifetimes. And we're surrounded by them. And they actually have a couple of exercises where you can just close your eyes and imagine, you know, the proverbial fire camp, the campfire. And you're looking around the glowing circle and you're seeing the energies and maybe even the faces of your helpers, your entourage, and how much they love and adore you and how much they're always there. But it's a very subtle, subtle relationship. It, it's so close to us that it's very easy for us to miss their presence. But check in with it, connect in. It's so extraordinary to remember that we are never alone, always with spirit divine surrounding us, uh, whispering in our ear, go here, go there, loving us unconditionally, unconditionally. I also love that story that, that Frank talked about with his car payment, you know, and this whole thing with bills and what's really due and this idea. I mean, they're very bold. They're very, in some circles, outrageous in that they say that really you pay a bill when it feels in alignment to do so and that you trust that things are going to work out and then oftentimes we can work outside of what looks like the rules because we have this entourage this broader knowing I thought that was a really great story about the fact that they had called up and said that the computer wasn't taking in any monies and that could he send a check in two weeks later which is when he had the money it's trusting that unfolding and what if we don't act unless we're 100% clear? What if we don't act unless we're 100% clear and it feels right to move? That's a bold way to move and it is a beautiful way to be in the world because then really source spirit, divine being can work with you because you're open, you're listening and the magic can happen. The magic of dates moving and computers malfunctioning in the perfect proximity to what you're wanting. And really staying in the moment. I heard them 
speaks so clearly that really all we have is now, 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 now. And we tend to get into the point of suffering or constricting when we look back or we try to look forward. Everything is always working out for you. And observing what is working, that's a wonderful practice. And Abraham talks about that too in in all that we've been talking about, about feeling satisfied. Feeling satisfied is a way of saying, this is working and this is working and this is working. And it seriously builds momentum so that more and more can work, more and more can work because you're seeing that this is working and this is satisfying and yes, and yes. And remember, and this is something that, that I learned so clearly from the communion of light, thoughts don't cure, thoughts amplify. Sometimes we use our thoughts to kind of dumpster dive, to kind of get in there and figure it out. And, and we kind of get into this looping of actually broadcasting the very energy we're trying to let go of. So thinking about thoughts as amplification, not curing or changing, then what you want to do is choose carefully because what you're thinking in the moment is amplifying and therefore creating momentum and creating what we know as physical. So what you want to connect into and say to yourself is what I'm thinking right now, what I'm choosing to think right now, is this what I want to amplify? And if it isn't, get off the subject. You have that ability. That is the most powerful power you have in the universe in that moment is to stop and choose again and say, no, I don't want to amplify that. And I'm not going to get to the end of that dumpster dive. So I'm going to move to a thought that's going to amplify what it is that I want. Powerful knowing, powerful metaphysical tool set in our belt, right? In our daily belt of our tool belt of how to become more aligned, to be in that receiving mode as Abraham talks about. We as humans, you know, tend to have this this habit of going to disaster. I mean, it makes sense. Our media is surrounded by it. We, we tend to have past experiences that replay themselves in our minds and our energies. But as we become more evolved as spiritual beings, we also know that that doesn't serve and we're not on the edge of disaster, although it may look like it. If you narrow in too closely, it may look like we're on the edge of disaster. But what we know from these teachers, the communion of light and from Abraham is everything. All the contrast is serving us in some way, shape or form. As our friend Jerry would say, there's a pony in there somewhere. You're in the middle of the chapter and you're judging the book. So we kind of want to step back from this idea that we're we're on the edge of disaster. Be careful with that. And really seeing in the moment, as she, as the woman on the call mentioned, you know, yeah, you know, my life has actually been pretty blessed. <laughs> we want to amplify that, that in the moment, we're really blessed. And that anything we push against doesn't allow expansion. It really is the ability to glean the benefit of contrast. We came to the planet for contrast, not to avoid it. We've come here for this expansion, but to move into the expansion, we need to have clarity of what we want and that's what it's delivering. And we got to get on that train of clarity. Focus on what you have now. This is a classic. How many times have we heard this from metaphysical teachers, from great teachers? 
Focus on what you have now. Praise it. Celebrate it. Even if there's $35 in your account. He even, I mean, they even say if there is a penny in your account. Celebrate that. It represents the potential. There's so much more where that came from. And our focus and our energy there to celebrate, to praise, to amplify. (laughs) Yes, this is not logical. If you're looking for logic, you have found the wrong podcast. (laughs) This is metaphysical talk. This goes beyond the linear. This is not reasonable. It is metaphysical. What you can know for sure in the moment That if the thought doesn't feel better now, it's not going to help you. We think that if we go there and we think the hard thoughts or say the difficult things that somehow we're going to get to the opening. But what they're saying here is that if the thought doesn't feel better now, it's not serving you. Change it. Move it. Refocus. Didn't you love the part where they talked about how miracles are the norm? And it's actually opposite of norm when we're feeling bad and out of sorts it's so hard for us to make it difficult (laughs) i loved this you can count on a miracle because they are the most reliable it's a fluke when something goes wrong let that in it's a fluke when something goes wrong you can count on your miracles. Worry is okay. It just isn't satisfying. We work so hard at worry. We work so hard. Did you hear that ratio? A lake of worry only results in a cup of disaster. I'll repeat that. It takes a lake of worry because dominant of well-being is is so profound. It takes a whole lake of our worrying in order to result in just a cup of disaster. And preparing to avoid is just exhausting. So we flip it. We flip it. One cup of focusing on what we like or amplifying the good that we have results in a lake of what we want, a lake of joyous, exciting, surprising experiences of alignment. We can do that. We can take a glass of focus, of feeling good, of feeling better, of aligning, and it will result in a lake. And it also can help us relax a little bit when we do get into a worry wart kind of momentum where we start to spin out. You have to work really hard to make something go wrong. And even in the wrongness, The rightness is having its way ultimately. The divine, the true knowing, the broader picture, the stepping into the godness, everything, everywhere is helping you. Even the stuff you don't like, even the stuff that makes you crazy. These channels have often said, and it's something that I say to myself a lot, right time, right place right people. Right time, right place, right people. Let that in. Allow it. Decide you're in the right place at the right time with the right people and your good is unfolding despite all the splashing on the surface. 
everything everywhere is helping you. Do you see the kind of calmness that you can move into your body mind? And now you're open. You're an open channel for source to work with you, for the entourage to whisper so you can hear it's very subtle. Go here, go there. We love you. It's simple. It's obvious. And unlike Abraham, what the communion of light is trying to say is it's impossible to go upstream. You give yourself the illusion or the delusion of going upstream, but your powerful evolving goes in one direction and one direction only, and that is expansion. You can't get it wrong. You can't get it wrong. Isn't that exciting? <laughs> How much time we spend judging ourselves and others about getting it wrong. And it's not to say that mistakes don't happen. It's not to say that things don't get out of alignment, but we have to step back into that broader view, into that broader trusting, that knowing that you can relax and you can decide. What the powerful thing is about deciding that all is truly well and that you can decide that everything's going to work out, the power of that is not only do you get out of fight and flight, so you start you know, moving away from the reptilian brain response, right, that has your spine stretched and you're constantly overreacting to stressors, to Twitters, <laughs> to emails, <laughs> What we want to do is relax that because when the spine is in that fight or flight mode, we only have access to that reptilian brain, to that small survival mode thinking where when we breathe and we allow and we really step into that idea that all is unfolding perfectly in divine timing and we can't get it wrong because we never get it done we start to allow the curve of the spine to breathe the natural divine wave that moves up through the spine and then we have access to the the prefrontal cortex we have access to the front brain a lot of what i'm talking about some of you may recognize from network chiropractic a study of how energy moves through the spine but it reminds me you know, as I listen to Frank, the benefits from the physical and the mental body when we decide that everything is unfolding for us and that we need to remove judgment, even though it looks like disaster and chaos is on the edge. We trust and decide that our focus is powerful, that our thoughts amplify. And so we really get clear and sober around what we're thinking and we drop we drop and, and and you know the communion of light even talks about it's not even as much of an energy as dropping that's almost too much it is just a turning it's a pivoting it's a releasing and moving into that broader energy that already knows that the planet is spinning in perfect proximity to all the other planets and the atmosphere and the sun and the trees and the plants. You're in good hands 
and you can relax on a daily basis and enjoy the ride more, which is really where they want us to go. And miracles are the norm, what we consider miracles. Those serendipitous, how could this possibly happen? How could all these things come together for my good? That is the norm because this is not a chaotic universe. And they'll talk about that so much in, in other um, readings that they've had, that we are in a very aligned universe below the surface. This is not chaos. And we can participate in the chaos and really not anchor in our power. But this universe is well under the guise and hand of a divine energy. So I hope that you enjoyed these channels. It was fun and I, I want to play more of them. And, and I think it'll be fun to get into some of the more extraordinary thoughts and realizations that they have around money and work and relationships. It's, it's lovely. So if you want to get ahead and kind of pop over and see what they're doing, go to communionoflight.com. What's extraordinary too is that you can actually book a personal session with Frank uh, Butterfield, who who is the channel. I've done that a number of times and I will do it consistently because it's so extraordinary to be able to actually get that front seat with this gorgeous channel. Um, you know, our Abrahams are quite the rock stars now. It's a little harder to get in front of them. Not impossible. And then we also know, as many of us have studied the Abrahams, we just check in on consciousness and we can hear them. We get our answers internally, but it is so fun to be with a channel and be hearing and, and, and really feeling the words so clear. So you can check out, maybe treat yourself to a session. Um, and isn't it wonderful to explore these teachers, to hear what they're saying. Now, some of it will go over our heads and under our feet, and that's okay. But there'll be morsels. There'll be aha moments. There'll be relief thoughts that allow us to sort of breathe deep and get some shifts. And once we've shifted, once you hear something from them, you can never unhear it. It will continue to evolve and to serve you and really allow you to enjoy this life more and more and more. I mean, some of the things they say, I'll be honest with you, I still am trying to wrestle and try to understand. But I know that's my expansion. I'm excited about that ability to understand and just allow more. And they'll often say, and I remember it just, you know, the channel had said to me just recently when I had a one-on-one -on -one call with them, there's nothing to understand here. You're trying too hard. Just let it in. Let it come to you. So I want to thank you for this time and also to encourage you to go over to our website that we set up specifically for you to help explore some of these physical remedies and um and energies that can support us on this journey as we try to understand more and more about this gorgeous, crazy universe we've all popped into. EverydayAttraction.com. I'm speaking specifically about our wonderful essential oils that are focused on emotional release and emotional vibration. 
which is what we're all about here on Everyday Attraction. So thank you for joining us. I hope you have a wonderful day. And as we always like to say, feel good, sister and brothers. See you next time. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.